The entire world is speaking about narcissistic personality disorder. But where does it actually get its roots from? And what does that have to do with the queen? Well, today I share a spiritual encounter I had 10 years ago that busted the root of this problem wide open, which is also the reason behind the podcast title. I'll also be sharing how the Lord has been ministering in this area to set God's daughters free. Hey friends, welcome to Conquer the Queen podcast. I'm your host, Anjali. And since this is the first episode, I'd like to share a dream encounter I had years ago, which is also the reason behind the title of this podcast and also the main message the Lord has pressed on me to deal with in this podcast. In 2013, I was following a certain ministry's prayer and fasting program. You know, it wasn't your ordinary kind of prayer and fasting. It was quite rigorous and it included fiery warfare prayers. And then one night during this program, I had a really strange dream encounter. And in this dream, I was approached by an entity that wore the face of a really, really old woman, pale in complexion, that looked like death itself. It had really long black hair. It wore makeup and jewelry. And I remember the eyes being pitch black and just feeling and sensing the evil emanating from this being. Now this entity, I remember as it was approaching me while I was laying on my bed, it proceeded to claw its fingers with its talons for nails. You know, it didn't have ordinary nails, it looked like talons. And it proceeded to claw its fingers and talons around my neck and try to choke me. But as soon as this happened, it lost its grip. And I remember this this encounter didn't last very long, thank God for that. And as soon as it lost its grip, the dream actually ended. And you know, I was a bit frightened and confused by this. And I asked the Lord, what in the world was this? And I just remember hearing the words, Queen of Heaven. Now, at this point, I had never heard of the Queen of Heaven. I never read about it in the Word of God. But from that point on, the Lord threw me into prophetic training, even though I didn't know. That was what the Lord was doing at the time. And through my training, the Lord also specifically spoke to me about and taught me about this entity, what it was, who it was, how it operated. And this actually included a lot of personal battles of my own that would soon help me to understand who this thing was and and just what it was and how it operated. So the Queen of Heaven is mentioned in the Bible in a few places, but I'm just going to focus on one scripture right now, which is Jeremiah chapter 7 verse 18. And it reads as follows, The children gather wood, a father kindle the fire, and the woman eat dough to make cakes for the Queen of Heaven. And they pour out drink offerings to other gods that they may provoke me to anger. This is the Lord speaking to his servant or through his servant about his children Israel who knew who the true living God was. But in this instance and actually throughout the generations, you'll find them veering off course and worshipping false gods. And this one in particular, the Queen of Heaven, they would make sacrifices and bake cakes to this Queen of Heaven as a sacrifice to worship it. And so the Lord was speaking against his people. He had this against his people for worshipping this entity, this false god. Now the Queen of Heaven was an Assyrian and Babylonian goddess, was known for fertility, sexuality and war. And this is why they worshipped this this entity. And the ritualistic worship to this false god included sexual immorality and divination. 
Now, this entity is also known by the names Ishtar and Ashtoreth or Ashtoreth. And you'll find that throughout the Bible as well. But those are not the only names throughout culture and history it has. But we're the faces of many other false gods throughout culture and history. But I'm not going to go into that for now. But you will find Ashtoreth and Ashtoreth mentioned in the Word of God as well. Now, the children of God were worshipping this false god quite often, you'll see, throughout the generations. But specifically, I want to focus on a certain queen called Jezebel. And now, perhaps you know the story, and maybe you don't know the story. But in Kings, there was this wicked queen named Jezebel and her husband, King Ahab. And together, they promoted worship of this specific entity. And Queen Jezebel, she was known to be one of the most wicked queens throughout history and, and in the word of God. And she, alongside her husband, they reinstituted worship to this false god and they enticed God's people into worshipping this false god as opposed to worshipping the true living God. She actually opposed the worship of the true living God and actually got rid of God's true prophets, the ones that were that were loyal and committed to the true living God. She also promoted the false prophets, those that worship this entity, the queen of heaven. She supported them and she opposed and uh, actually killed many of God's true prophets. That's how, how wicked this woman was. And then in First Kings 18, we actually see just the escalation of this false worship. But it was so bad that the Lord sent prophet Elijah to actually challenge the people and the mindsets and the worship of this false god. And in First Kings chapter 18, verse 19, you can actually see, it says, Now therefore send and gather all Israel to me on Mount Carmel, the 450 prophets of Baal, and the 400 prophets of Asherah who eat at Jezebel's table. So you can see they were, were quite a number, a large number of false prophets who had turned to this false god and were worshipping. And they sat at Jezebel's table, at Queen Jezebel's table. So she was promoting this kind of false prophecy and worship. This is where we actually get the term the Jezebel spirit from. I know in the church we, we often refer to an individual who wields powers of seduction and deception and divination and who causes marital breakdown and division. We will often refer to someone who is entertaining this kind of influence and, and wickedness. We will refer to them as having a Jezebel spirit. That is where it actually comes from. Based on the level of wickedness Queen Jezebel displayed throughout her life. So that's where we get it from. But where it actually originates from is the entity and the principality called the Queen of Heaven. Remember Jezebel, the Queen Jezebel was worshipping this entity. She alongside her husband, they reinstituted worship to this false god. And so um, she was an agent of the Queen of Heaven. But we, we now today in the church, we will refer to like I said, individuals who host the spirit. We will refer to them as having a Jezebel spirit, but actually it originates from the Queen of Heaven principality. That's where it actually comes from. 
If this episode is blessing you, could you do me a favor and please share this podcast with a friend and also leave a review so this can reach those who may benefit from this. Simply leave your review at podchaser.com forward slash conquer the queen. So what does all of this have to do with narcissism? Well, around three years ago, the Lord uh, commissioned my mother and me to start mentoring and counseling women, especially in the areas of prayer, inner healing and deliverance. But the strange thing is what I started noticing is that 99% of the women the Lord was sending our way were actually dealing with Jezebelic relationships, environments, and there were a few who were struggling with Jezebelic traits themselves. Let me just say, when when I'm going to mention Jezebelic traits, I will also use it synonymously with narcissistic traits or narcissistic behavior, or I will mention narcissists, but I am actually referring to those that are hosting the Queen of Heaven, um, the traits of the Queen of Heaven, which we now refer to in modern times as the Jezebel spirit. So just know that when I mention that I am actually referring to you know, the Jezebelic stronghold, which is the queen of heaven. But anyway, through mentoring these women, I observed certain spiritual, mental, and behavioral patterns over and over again, which was actually consistent with the signs psychologists had listed for NPD. Here's the thing though, very few realize that these traits originate from the influence of the Jezebel spirit or stronghold, which is actually, like I said, the principality known as the queen of heaven. Now, let's just mention um, here some of the signs that we'll find for NPD that the psychologists have listed. And I think many of us have now become more empowered and equipped about it. And so some of the signs are self-importance, someone who has a preoccupation with power, with beauty and with success, someone who has a sense of entitlement, someone that can only be around those they deem as important or special. Then another sign is being arrogant, you know, lacking empathy, the, the constant need for admiration, being exploitative for their own gains. Okay, that's another sign. And then Another very, very um, visible sign is being envious of others or believing that others are envious of them. Okay, these are the signs that psychologists have listed for MPD. Now let's see, let me take you back to Queen Jezebel. And I would encourage you to just go back in the word and read once again about this this queen. And as you read it, you now look with a new perspective and see the signs that you can identify. But what I saw a consistent with the signs that, that psychologists have listed, Queen Jezebel actually displayed all of those signs. Okay, so if you take time, like I said, to read through the account of Prophet Elijah and Queen Jezebel, you will notice those signs being exhibited in Queen Jezebel, such as self-importance. She had that sense of self-importance. She had a lack of empathy. She had a total preoccupation with power and even envy. And we will see this evident in um, the story where she masterminded the murder of Naboth in order to possess his vineyard. You know, the, the story goes that her husband wanted a certain vineyard that belonged to someone else. And it was an heirloom. And because this person wouldn't sell, her husband went 
moaning and nagging to, to Queen Jezebel. And she plotted the murder of this person to actually lay claim and, and possess this person's vineyard. That's how wicked she was. So that is part of envy. They coveted this land, this vineyard, and they made sure that they were going to get it. She also displayed seduction. And in later episodes, I am going to speak on that. Uh, but I'm not going to go into it now. So she displayed seduction, a sense of entitlement, a need for admiration. And we can actually see this by, uh, remember the scripture in First Kings 18 verse 19 says that the prophets, the false prophets sat at her table. So she, she needed a following around her and she needed them to show their loyalty and admiration for her. And that's why she only had those that were for her. And you know, were acknowledging her power and, and control. She had those people with her sitting at her table. Now you also find that her daughter, Athalia, displayed the same traits, these very same traits in her own life, as well as Herodias in the Bible. Now I know in recent times the world has become more acquainted, like I said, with MBD, but strictly from a natural, behavioral viewpoint. And I do believe that it's a good thing that more people are aware of what they've been encountering, maybe in their marriages, in relationships, in organizations or associations. Uh, it's a good thing that they are made aware of what they have been experiencing all this time. But I would like to suggest to you that this limits the freedom any individual can receive when taking God out of the equation. Okay, we've been looking at it from the natural viewpoint, but we also need to see it uh, from a spiritual viewpoint. And that is why in this episode, God pressed on me to, to really point out where the roots of this thing comes from, the roots of NPD. It is actually a spiritual thing. So I really do believe that, and I've seen it. And when we take God out of the equation and we, we only speak about it from a natural viewpoint, you, there's only a certain amount of freedom that you can obtain by handling it from a natural viewpoint. Okay. Along with the emotional and mental effects victims of narcissistic abuse suffer. You know, you won't believe how many spiritual side effects are also involved, which need to be recognized so that we can actually get, you know, freedom and healing and breakthrough. And as I'm going to cover those in uh, future episodes, the, the, the effects that you can actually see in the natural, you know, they are, is just so much damage that this spirit causes. But we need to understand, first of all, and acknowledge that it is a spiritual thing and deal with it as such. Yes, there are natural things and um, boundaries you can put in place when dealing with someone who is exhibiting these, these traits. But you also need to understand this thing from a spiritual viewpoint so you can deal with it as such. So if you recognize that you are battling the spirit in your life and that you have suffered because of this, know that you can conquer this wicked enemy, but it's going to require that you look at it from a spiritual perspective as well. But for now, I want to leave you once again, just to emphasize these two points, that the Queen of Heaven, also known as the Jezebel spirit, um, the influence of the spirit and MPD is one and the same thing. I know many people will not agree with me, but I've plenty of experience with the spirit and with the people that I've counseled. It is the same thing. Okay, this is the same thing. Number two, there are spiritual repercussions, not just in the natural. There are spiritual repercussions in 
having or dealing with narcissistic abuse that affects your overall life. But not recognizing it leaves you wondering why you aren't moving forward in certain areas of your life and even your godly destiny. So I would like to encourage you, if you have not done that before, if you've only seen this from the natural viewpoint, I want to encourage you to start looking at this with spiritual eyes and put God in the center of the thing. Okay, for ministers as well, if you are a minister and you're listening, please start addressing this, not only from the natural viewpoint, start addressing this and looking at it from a spiritual viewpoint as well. Okay, we will start seeing greater freedom and healing in the lives of God's people, in your destiny, in the churches, in marriages, when we start looking at this from spiritual, uh, from a spiritual viewpoint. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope this blessed you. Please join me next time as I start covering the signs of Jezebel's influence and what you need to look out for. Please remember to follow and share this with a friend. And also, please take a moment to leave a review on the podcast platform that you are listening to or leave a review on podchaser.com forward slash conquer the queen. To get notified when new episodes are released, follow me on Instagram at kingpowerment.blog or Facebook at facebook.com forward slash King Palman. Until next time, keep well and know that with Christ, you can conquer your enemy. Blessings.